Uh, <clears throat> hey there, praise dogs. Uh, it's me, Alex. You uh, may notice that the announcements sound a little bit different than normal. The audio quality is not quite as good, and that is because I am trapped in hell. That's what all those no noises behind me are. I'm being flogged and whipped with whips. Uh, I've got red-hot pokers, you know, going into all my parts, and I'm just... I'm in a, a, a real bind here, folks. Uh, I, I got here because I talked too much about Carmen being bad, and apparently he has the authority to send people to hell. So, he sent me to hell. That's what I get for feuding with Carmen. After this, I'm only going to say good things about Carmen. That's a promise. <clears throat> but, you know, I still got to do the announcements. Podcast still got to get done. And uh, Heath doesn't have a way to record, so I'm having to do it from hell. Um, make sure, ow, sorry, whips and flogs, uh, make sure to, uh, go to Patreon and give us money for doing the podcast, um, Satan says that if I give him $30, he'll let me out of hell, which is very nice of him, and, uh, when that does happen, I do plan on getting my revenge on Carmen for sending me here. <clears throat> also... Public access every Sunday night at the Paseo Plunge for all you local Oklahoma listeners. Make sure to go to that. 7 o'clock, Sunday nights, every Sunday night. I'm not there to host it since I am in hell, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. So just, you know, come out. It'll be a good time. Uh, last but not least, make sure to review the podcast on iTunes and uh, give it five stars. It really helps with visibility, and that's, you know, the least of my problems right now since I'm in hell, but I know it's real important. Um, I, I just, oh boy, uh, I really wish I wasn't here in hell right now, but say la vie. So uh, enjoy this episode featuring our guest, James Nin. It's a good one. Goodbye. Welcome to the Praise Down. Hello, and welcome to the Praise Down. Welcome to the Praise Down, the uh, only secular Christian music review show mm -hmm. that is nice, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm Heath Huffman. I'm Alex Sanchez. And with us uh, is a Oklahoma City-based comedian. He runs Robot Safe City Records. He's a drummer in the NIMS. He's a being of pure light. It's James That's Stan. True. Hi, James. <laughs> hey, what's true. up? Hey, how are hey. you doing? Pretty good. Uh, what's been going on with you? What have you been up to? Uh, in life in general? Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of shows. Uh, looking for a new job. Um, nice. Climb, trying to quit drinking. What drinking. You, stopping drinking. Well, that's good. Um, nice. What are your, your job-related skills? Um, I'm a video uh, press professor at Rose State. I'm a video cool. oh, yeah. media, media production professor. Uh, and then I work part-time at a graphics company scraping glue off of trucks. Uh, cool. I got all, like a really weird wire. Do they get a lot of glue on them? Yeah, <laughs> they do. From, from the wraps. <laughs> oh, the yeah. wraps. Yeah. Okay. Wrap glue. I got a lot of skills. Nice. <laughs> what are some other skills? Just real quick. Uh, like job skills? Just general skills. Um, I could touch the ceiling if I jump. 
That's um, pretty good. Do you have a good nice. jump? I used to. I'm getting kind of older, so I think I can sure. still touch the ceiling for sure. In, in, your, in your prime, what was your vertical? Good um, question. I can get middle of the net. <laughs> okay. Basketball, on a Whoa. That'll get you a job at most places. Yeah, yeah. that's like pretty... That's like really good. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of jobs require jumping. That's very fucked up. Like, I don't know. If you applied for the war, you'd have to jump. Sure. Is if, that real? I don't know. A lot know. of jumping in the war. Yeah, lots of jumping in war, I bet. Yeah. Kicking dudes off horses Kicking in, <laughs> yeah. in Korea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was a thing. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they still use horses in some wars. That's true. The cool ones. Kind of like throwback wars. Right. You know? <laughs> They'll do a vintage war every once in a while. Uh, any other skills? Um, I can program hip-hop beats, but they'll cool. they come out sounding like pop songs. Whoa, that's a very specific skill that I think okay. is very good. <laughs> I can get you on the phone with Teo Cruz if you want. Sure. <laughs> Make that Teo Cruz money. Yeah, baby. Mm. Yeah, baby. Um so have you been on have you been working on anything with your band or Robot Safe City? Yeah, um Robot Safe City just put out a compilation called Live from Upstairs. Yes. Um, yeah, we were promoing that on this podcast. We promoted it for second. like a hot couple of months. Yeah. yeah. It sounds I mean, that's the best thing we ever put out and I've had comics kinda hit me up to use the Scotch Room and try to record a mix for them. So that's been oh, nice. kind of avenue good avenue for me. Awesome. Cool. Uh, uh, the Nims are putting out a new animated music video at the end of October. I'm really excited about it. It's but, very good. <laughs> where can that be found when it's completed? Uh, it should be up on YouTube and Vimeo and all that stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. For sure. What would I search to find that? Um, it's going to be called Ain't Nobody uh, by The Dims. Uh, mm-hmm. T-H-E-N-G-H-I-E-M-S. All right. Very cool. good. And that'll be up towards the end of this month, you said? Yeah, it should be. Okay. Excellent. Just uh, in time for Halloween. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of cosplay in it. So. Nice. <laughs> cool. I'm a... Uh, very very season appropriate i'm sure. i'm scared in a good way for it yeah spooked uh, let's uh are, are we are we good to talk the walk i feel good to talk the walk yeah talk the walk james <laughs> how's your walk uh i think i walk pretty okay i yeah. would consider it one of my skills yes okay cool. okay good good gate good gate <laughs> um how's your walk spiritually um what does that mean like what's your spiritual history um my family's buddhist cool uh i have a lot of half my family's catholic uh like a lot of my cousins are catholic Mm. Uh, my media family's buddhist and i got a lot of friends who are christian or atheist and then i'm kind of halfway in between some mix of buddhist atheist and i don't know what else whatever else Mm -hmm. what what were you when you were a kid um, well, I grew up Buddhist, but my parents never made me, made me go to temple. So sure. it, I was basically nothing. Essentially. Okay. Damn. Uh, what yeah. have you, how do you, um, I mean, I, I don't have any context and I, I don't know if Alex does either. Um, how do you, do you know how that might've been different growing up Christian? I know this question feels so, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, how, how often would you go to temple? Man, not very often at all. I've probably been into temple like, I mean, before my family members started passing away. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've only been to temple maybe like five or six times in my life, like a handful oh. of times. Yeah. Oh. But um, I can't remember. Maybe. So it wasn't like a big deal. It wasn't a big deal okay. at all. How often would you go if you happened to be somebody who cared about it a lot? Um, probably really often. My mom is like super spiritual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, even when I was a kid, like, I think. I remember her like being really into it and going. I don't know if she went quite a bit, but like nowadays, like she'll spend entire weeks there, like at a temple, what? just like sleep there. Yeah, she's like, 
Uh, like there'll be like times when I'm trying to get a hold of her and I forget that she's like at a monastery somewhere. She's like there for a couple weeks. Whoa. Yeah. And, and she's just like totally dark during those times. Yeah. Or she's just like, I mean, the praying is pretty intense. Like I've done it with her for like an hour. Yeah. Uh, and it's like kind of physically stressful, but she'll do it what? for like all day. Wait, no. uh, yeah, go ahead talk and us through that. Dig into physically stressful. What is the it's physical like, demand uh, here? It's like, I don't know. It's like a workout. Like I've done it as a workout. Like she showed me it to pray or whatever once, like pretty recently. She's like, hey, I want you to kind of, as you grow older, become more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll do this because I love Fine. you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then when she left, I was like, this is a good workout, <laughs> what which is not what I should be taking it from it. But sure. it, it's a what, great workout. What all does it entail? Um, it's a lot of squatting and then like um, planking and then curling back up and then like raising up. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... That's so interesting. Yeah, it feels like I'll show you. I'll show you after this if you want. Please do. But That's like, really yeah. It the sounds... idea of a prayer that includes like a body practice is really interesting and not something we've ever like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like prayer ninety x. My yeah. mom's the old like fuck like an old mom. Yeah, and she was showing me this, and I was like breathing pretty hard, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to quit drinking and getting shape." Like yeah. this old lady's like tearing this workout, uh, <laughs> tearing up this workout, and praying harder than you. Yeah, yeah. all Ooh. all the things. That's wild. So, um, you, you mentioned you kind of, so it didn't, it didn't matter to you much growing up, but was there a sort of distinct loss of faith, uh, moment or era for you? Um, uh, I think when my dad passed away, I was like pretty pissed off for a long time for sure. sure. That'll do it. Yeah. So then then it was just like, uh, 26. I mean, I was pretty old, but I don't know. That'll fucking still do it though. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, uh, and then it was just a couple of years of stuff like that happening. Like not super regularly, but like at least like once every year or once every two years. Yeah. And now I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get back together, put it back together. I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Did you, um, I don't know. Did do you, how did you get less angry? I guess. Um, I don't know. It's just like a series of, I think I was trying not to be angry for a long time. Like I would like come up with like some project, like it, whether it be positive or whatever, mm-hmm. like these art shows that I put on at the speakeasy, like they raise money for charity and stuff. And I do a lot of that stuff. I think kind of out of anxiety and anger sometimes. Cause I just like, I feel like I can't do any, I feel like hopeless or helpless. So I just try to put as much good energy into the world as I can. And outside oh, yeah. of that, I just like, mm-hmm. I can't do anything. So I think that calms me down a little bit, but like, it, it's really exhausting actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can personally resonate with keeping yourself busy so you don't have to be alone with yourself too much. Yeah. 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 Uh, big time. <laughs> I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I get I'm that. very busy. Yeah. Um, but I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Somebody who takes a break from t- talking to say, except I'm good. <laughs> except, except, Hey, I love it actually. I love it actually. And I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm also extremely normal and regular. Yeah, in case. (laughs) (laughs) And regular bowel movements and everything. It's good. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not. I want that to be clear. (laughs) So I want to dig into this sort of uh, thing that you described about being uh, sort of a, like, torn between Christianity, atheism, Buddhism, uh, just kind of... would Would you describe yourself as... Uh, like agnostically spiritual, if that makes sense. Um, I could, I would, that's not totally inaccurate. I don't think. Okay, sure. Yeah. How does that sort of, 
how does it sort of manifest for you as a daily or whatever regular practice? I don't know. Like I, I feel like a lot of times people say, talk about tolerance. It's like, I'm like, I'll be tolerant towards this religion. But to mm-hmm. me, like tolerance kind of sounds fucked up. Like, yeah. it's like, yo, yeah, I'll put, toler- up, put t- up with this, t- put up with this or whatever. <laughs> not going to fucking kick him out. <laughs> but to me, like, I think I'm not, I wouldn't describe what it, I am as tolerant, but I'm just like, Hey, I don't really know what's going to happen. So I'm going to like, just be pre- try to be cool with everybody for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, part of me feels like there might not be anything. There's probably not anything at the end of this. And like, I'm kind of, I don't know for me, like I've kind of come to terms with maybe there doesn't have to be, maybe like it's, that's fine for me. Yeah. And like, that's not going to change uh, my actions or what I do or how much like trying to be a good person or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My, my thoughts are like, if there's nothing at the end of all this, then that's still a sort of oneness anyway. And that's what everything else is sort of getting at. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm with you. It's, I don't. Uh, I don't need a ghost mansion. Yeah. I mean, I would like a ghost mansion. I would like a ghost mansion. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need a Luigi's haunted mansion after I die. You know. Ooh, yeah. Um, kind okay. of the if you had to have a mansion, would you prefer it to be haunted or unhaunted? Uh, hmm. If, if you if you get a mansion and it's haunted, who are the ghosts? Are they? Inter- oh, are, that's an awesome question. Yeah. Are they? Because I think they're interns from hell. Whoa, yeah. I like that. I'm going to get Brandon Lee from The Crow. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> no, I was joking. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that terrifies me that I just said that. And I, like, I'm just thinking of Brandon Lee as a ghost in this room right now. I'm like, oh, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, Brandon, I'm just joking. Oh, no. no thank you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't, be the first, this wouldn't be the first time you showed up. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Dante's negative first ring of hell is be a ghost in a heaven mansion. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like how you laugh out, out away from the mic. It's really like this is it's really smart. Very very <laughs> professional. Thank you. I have a, well, I have a loud laugh, so I'll peek it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, chills. Chills going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You freaking will. So aside from just being cool, is there anything that you, no matter how small it is, is there anything that you would say that you practice, even if it's barely anything? Like. What do you mean? Like, like something that gets you in touch with that, uh, the the motive that you described to just simply be cool to people. Um, I don't know. I try to like all the shows that I do. I feel like they're like twofold. They're like for one for me, mm-hmm. but I I try to connect the community to to itself. Like, yeah. um, a lot of the shows I do are like cross media or cross performer. So like, um. I feel like a lot of times with comedy shows specifically, I feel like you guys would relate, maybe relate to this analogy a little bit better, but like comedians will kind of get over themselves or like being around comedians too much as I think is bad for their humanity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So. Because a lot of us have the same brain disease where right. we just, where we just like ruin words and say them at each other. Yeah. And I think like the music scene similar, like if bands play in the same circle for too long, it gets really incestuous and kind of like exhausting or kind of like, uh, wearing on their spiritual side not, yeah. spir- not spiritual in like a religious sense but just like mentally exhausting like this fucking sucks I don't want to do yeah. this right, anymore yeah. but it, sometimes like I like to do things where I connect those groups together so because I think we, our different artists kind of need each other to kind of stay level Definitely. yeah <laughs> so you're you're sort of trying to resuscitate uh, that creative spirit so it doesn't die out too much right yeah no I think that's a really awesome thing yeah. like your art shows are Universally, I, I've never, yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen people come to a thing like your art shows. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Which is super cool, and I love them. Yeah. I'm really proud of what they've become. I'm hoping this next one, we've never had a bad show. I'm like, I'm just like, we're at number nine and I'm just yeah. like, knock on wood. Oh, let's, let's keep killing it. But like, I, I feel like I need a break after this one. You think 13 is yeah. going to be the bad one? Uh, I don't know. I want to do Alan Iverson after this one. That might be oh, the bad one. Man. <laughs> that's super. <laughs> that's <a> very funny <laughs> one. It's so much narrative. It's so much narrower than robots. <laughs> there's so many robots and there's one Alan Iverson. I'll find a way to expand it. I don't know. Do you know Alan yeah. Iverson's favorite food is spaghetti and I just want to sell like tons of spaghetti that night? Wow. Okay, now we're fucking talking. Okay. <laughs> now you got me. I don't know much about Alan Iverson, but I, I know about spaghetti. <laughs> I I did not know that. That's super funny. I'm, I love that. I can't stop. Now I just can't stop thinking about Alan Iverson saying himself that his favorite food is spaghetti. My favorite food is spaghetti. At like, a, po- at like a post-game conference. <laughs> they came to win. We came to win. They just played. Uh, and we, we just played a little harder. Love spaghetti. Have a good night. <laughs> there isn't spaghetti at the concession stand. Of course they didn't come to practice. <laughs> uh, what, what are you guys' favorite foods? Oh, boy. Uh, That's a... Yeah, I know. It's pretty good. Well, I won't. This won't be my favorite food forever, but uh, but a bagel and lox right now. Bagel okay. and lox is great. I, yeah. yeah, it's. I don't know. I love gummy smoked salmon a lot. Hell yeah. Um, I haven't had this in a while, so I just I don't know if this is my favorite food, but cow soy. It's like a Thai soup. It's like really mm. thick and green. It's great. Ooh, that does sound really good. <laughs> sounds very good. <laughs> it's like cow soy. Cow soy. Okay. I think mine is spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you did, you did this to do that. That's why I brought it up. I was like, spaghetti's my favorite food. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> I wonder if that's normal. <laughs> pasta carbonara. Yeah. That shit is great. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's extremely good. Or wings. Wings are my other one. I had wings yesterday. They were great. They're yeah. great. Where'd you where'd you get them? Um, Pub W. How is Pub W? Uh, it was cool. That was my first time there. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there one in the city? I went to the one at Norman. I don't think, I don't think there is one in the city. Man, it was cool. Uh, what I kind had, of wings you get? My friend got wings, and I ate some of their wings. What were they? Um, pff, some sweet glaze with Hell ranch yeah. and celery. Hell yeah. <laughs> with the cowboy sauce and everything. Cowboy sauce. Calling, Heath, calling ranch cowboy sauce is so fucking funny. <laughs> Thank you. Every time somebody brings up wings, I have to remember the fact that I have the worst wing take in, in modern history. <sighs> What's your, oh, I know your wing take. Yeah, it's that boneless wings are better because it's fucked up that regular wings uh, can hurt me if I'm an idiot around them. <laughs> like if you swallow part of a bone yeah how can you man there's two three there's years old either I, one bone no, or there's I, two bones i look i i eat like an absolute dipshit like that's <laughs> and i need to i really need to you know install the child i really need to childproof lock my food uh basically okay <laughs> i i feel that as a person who um also inhales his food, but like you just you got to learn the wing trick. Yeah, I mean you did you did explain the wing trick to me. Yeah, we'll go out for wings. We'll go out for wings. Okay, that's that's all really I was trying to get. Changed my mind. This is a I, I acknowledge that this is a fatal flaw in my person. Heath, we will go to Wing Supreme. Okay. Yeah, they've got tiny tiny wings, but they're so so good. Cool. I'm really into it. Are you are you guys ready for thoughts and prayers? Yes, that's been. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to the podcast within a podcast, Wing Talk. 
where we uh, we just really get down to the bones and gristle <laughs> yeah. on wings. It's a very disarming conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you everything about myself now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hot ones. Oh, holy ones. Holy ones. Oh, shit. That's okay. Working title for our podcast, actually. So, yeah. Um, this uh, thoughts and prayers, James, is where we just sort of go to the internet and uh, eh, find something, find something Christian to ponder on or laugh at, depending. Um, I think this might be funny because it sounds like it was written by a bitter man. Okay, it comes from Fervor.net, which is a, a, a an online Christian magazine based out of Australia that I found yeah. a little while ago. Um, Australia, which, by the way, is insanely Christian. It's like if Texas was a country. All right, we'll go. Yeah. Um, this is written by what I can only assume is an ex- insanely uh, bitter man, Ben Thielmans. Uh, the headline is, Dating, Lower Your Expectations. No! The, head, the, the subheading, everyone, is, Think of your perfect partner. Okay. Now forget about them and read this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how bossy this is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, hmm, a little preachy so far. <laughs> hey, everybody. Mm. Um, ex- uh, human husk. Ben Thielmans continues. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today we'll be talking about your perfect partner. What are the non-negotiables? What What would you list as the ideal character traits? Wings, <laughs> horns, high uh, high dexterity. And charisma. Um, so, ladies, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Think of that perfect guy. Uh-huh. It, isn't he something? With a period. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a question. It's, think of that perfect guy. Isn't he something? <laughs> Jesus. He plays acoustic guitar. His Bible is well-worn from all the reading. Uh-huh. He pays attention to you when you're speaking and seems interested. Parentheses, unlike 95% of other boys you know. Okay. He's into sport, but not in a crazy obsessed way. More uh-huh. in a cool, laid back way. <laughs> is, is that desirable for he like? He likes freaking. He likes disc. You have to like sports, like yeah. yeah. But, you just but have not to like it a little bit. But not like a. But not crazy about it. Right. He, he understands memes, but isn't nerdy about it. <laughs> okay. He's funny. He's cute. And most of all, he loves Jesus. Um, oh, yeah. So he's just like really bland. Like he's like, I like. He likes a lot of things in an acceptable way. Like, yeah, he loves, you. He loves yeah. having a good hey, time. He loves hiking. He's the perfect guy. He likes things. He drinks uh, one glass of wine at dinner. Yeah, he, he he likes things, but not too much, except for you. Right, gentleman. He's dot, a dot, virgin dot. who can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> His legs are eight feet long. <laughs> he has retractable claws, and you can't look him in the eyes. <laughs> He's got two giraffe horns. <laughs> the weirdest kind of horn. Gentlemen, dot, dot, dot. Think of that perfect girl. Wait. Yeah, I'll give you all time. Okay. She's fun. Centaur. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? You were horny for monsters, and I am going to address it on this episode of the show. Aubrey Plaza. Got it. Yeah. Okay. She's fun. She's outgoing. She speaks her mind. Uh Her Bible, parentheses, it's one of those journaling ones, (laughs) is full of sticky notes and scribbles in the margin. She's smart. She's sensitive. 
and she understands the offside rule in soccer. Uh-huh. Oh, this is Australian. Okay. She has fur like a chinchilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got a short skirt and a long jacket. <laughs> when you speak to her, she doesn't go off giggling with three of her friends. Uh, Are you dating middle schoolers? <laughs> yeah, this this like, seems... This is for teens, but this does seem like he's describing oh, okay. specific people. Yeah. So far, uh, your name is Natalie, and you left me for Brent, who I described <laughs> earlier. Yeah. She's funny, she's cute, and most of all, she loves Jesus. Uh-huh. Okay, you got that person in mind? Wait. Now forget about him and listen to me. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yeah, this is... Go on. It's just like, yo, all right. I, I'll, I'll, um, I'll go through one more section. Oh, is it bad? It's just, it, it gets serious and then it drops off. Ugh. Uh, lower your expectations of the perfect partner. It's Friday night. <laughs> You're at youth group. Uh-huh. Wait, on Friday night? On Friday night? That's not. How do they do things down under? You've had the Bible talk. It's that time in the evening when everyone is standing around and chatting. The most romantic time of Friday mm-hmm. night. Yeah, just sort of waiting to get picked up from church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at him, or you look at her. Uh-huh. They're everything you've ever wanted, right up until the point where you see them pick their nose. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're not perfect at all. They got a nose. And the truth is, if you're waiting for the totally perfect partner, you'll be waiting a long time. My wife... My wife and I are very different people. Uh-huh. When we started dating, I thought she was pretty perfect. But after a while, I realized she was far from it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I hope this was under a pseudonym. So why did we stick at it and get married? Two reasons. She loves Jesus more than she loves me. Bitter. Gross. Uh, we like hanging out together. <laughs> oh, my God. Those seem... That seems like That's- a short list. I yeah, like but I mean, I don't relate to that at all. No. I was like, "That's I don't know, man. That sounds kind of shitty to me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This seems, this feels like it's really just dripping with. Yeah, he's like, I hate my life, and I hate my wife. <laughs> the reality is, your perfect partner doesn't need to play acoustic guitar. That's fine. Or okay. even, yeah, okay. or even bass guitar. Oh, okay. Fine. Your perfect partner needs to love Jesus, and you need to care for each other like good friends. Mm. I feel like this guy really wants to say some real shit. Yeah. But like he's like hiding it behind these veiled like acoustic yeah. guitar metaphors. Like, yeah. I really, really think this uh, this was submitted to the editor in a very uh, harsh form. Yeah. And the editor really cleaned it up. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Settle. It's like him telling his wife that she's got to settle for him. <laughs> see, here's the... Th- see, see, uh, see, Ben, a, a lot of these jokes about the acoustic guitar are funny. Um, I'm, I'm going to make a few changes. Um, <laughs> um, the, the one where you mentioned your wife by name mm-hmm. and, all, and just listed all the things that are dumb or bad about her, yeah. I'm going to leave out. Um, uh, I... I've got to accept this as your resignation. Um, please, please uh, take some time. <laughs> yeah, just re- I, look. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna publish it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
this is going out, but uh, you can't do any more of these. Uh, it's. <laughs> My wife hates the fact that I'm racist, but she loves God and I do too, so we make it work. <laughs> like, is that what he's talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my wife hates that I shock myself with a fork every night, but <laughs> but man, we love the office. <laughs> it's like that song "Breakfast at Tiffany's." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got we still got breakfast at we Tiffany's. Like, so. We both like the same one movie. <laughs> I don't care that you hate that I only eat tuna out of the can with my hands like a raccoon. <laughs> I keep laughing into the mic. I'm sorry. Yeah, we okay. talked about it before we got married. I get to at least have one head in the pre- in the freezer. Not a human head. I'm not a freak. Just like a, some kind of head. You know, d- dog, monkey, fish. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever you got. I'll in. put a shrimp head in there. I'm willing to compromise. <laughs> she doesn't get it. Mm-mm. I'm not perfect, honey. I like to keep heads in boxes. <laughs> it helps me be a person right. when I have to go to work at TGI Fridays. <laughs> Christian dating, uh, like uh, as a sort of mainstream cultural thing, seems sad. It seems so sad. It seems. I feel like. I feel like you've really got to say uh, "best friend" like it's a. Yeah. Like it's a call sign or something. Yeah. Like it's coded. You all got to be best friends. <sighs> I'm just trying to fuck. Yeah, can I say that on this podcast. Or is yeah, that yeah, right? yeah. Okay. You, can say, you can say fuck on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we're uh, we're we're secular first. Yeah, um, yeah, we 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 get cussy on here. Yeah, it's allowed. Um, well, guys, this was. Uh, um, I didn't start dating until I stopped being Christian because it seemed so hard. Oh, it sounds like you kissed dating. Hello, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are you aware of the book I kissed dating goodbye? No. Oh man. Uh, Christian pop literature is something else. It's insane. Um, yeah. So there's a book that it's, you know, it's a Mardell uh, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And it's about how girls should not date men, um, period. Uh, unless, <laughs> unless, uh, I guess... You get married somehow, right? Like, it's not arranged. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you really, if there's a friend in your, you know, youth group that you like, go do group stuff, um, like group outings. I'm not very, like, Christian. I didn't grow up in this, like, I mean, I don't think I'm a bad person or anything. Sure. Sure. But I like... This sounds fucked up. I don't it's know. So it's like, up. This just sounds like a wait, like a xenophobic almost, like not xenophobic in like a national sense, but xenophobic. Like we're gonna protect, we're gonna yeah, s- like section these people off. And yeah, like, it's uh, yeah. It cre- feels like protecting their genes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's. I mean, Christianity it's, it's is very incestuous in a sense. Eugenic me. a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's. It's definitely at its worst uh, when Christianity is at its worst when it self isolates for sure. Because then it gets ah oh, real, real strange and yeah, like the implications mm-hmm. are boundless and no bad. <laughs> so I don't know. Just I feel like I don't know what kind. Of, if you're trying to be a good person and affect the world, what kind of effect can you have on the world if you're so closed off? Like- yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you. it's not a... Uh, 
doesn't work. It's not a <laughs> it's not a country club that costs nothing. Right. It's a thing that is supposed to help people. So uh, yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad now. Um, I kissed dating goodbye was also written by a man, which is cool. Love um, it. Yeah, love, love to. Love to subjugate women and make it their idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's time for a word from our sponsors. Okay, who who are we hearing from today? This episode is brought to you by CC's Pizza, a pizza place I love and uh, can't get enough of. And I will only air this part if they agree to give me free pizza one time. <laughs> Oh, can I do one? Of course, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this this uh, word from our sponsors brought to you by Western Sizzlin, uh, uh, old uh, classic dinner buffet. Uh, Western Sizzlin, I will um, protect you. <laughs> I've got I've got one sword, um, and I will stand outside of your door and defend you from. Hedge fund managers and uh, property managers who are looking to foreclose your property. Mm-hmm. Um, if they see me with a sword, uh, they won't want any part of because I'm I'm part of the deal, baby. <laughs> um, so I'll only we'll only air this part if you happen to let me r- go through the buffet one time. I won't bring the sword. It's good. I just will if you want me to. James, do you want to do one? Um. Yeah, uh, this my portion of the show is brought to you by Cajun King. Um, Good pick. Straight up, I love you, Cajun King. I am a knight in your armor and your knight knight group. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me protect your kingdom, my king. The Cajun Knight, James Nim. <laughs> Cajun Knight, James <laughs> Nim. <laughs> it's a good nickname. The Cajun Champion. Uh, let's take out China, China King's a buffet. Cajun King. Let's uh-huh. take. Let's take him out. Let's yeah. take out China. Honestly, let's yeah. China King. Yeah. Age of Empires. Uh, mm-hmm. Age of Empires Five. Is that? Yep. Franchise Wars. We'll uh-huh. take out Feast. We'll take them out. Take them all out. Damn. Then we're oh. coming for you, Golden Corral. <laughs> That is truly the, they're like the Lannisters of buffets. Mm-hmm. It's time for Toon Talk. All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some Toon Talk right now. So, James, uh, what are we, what album are we covering today? Um, I'm going to give you guys some options. Uh, sure. Okay. Okay. So, I didn't know what to come to talk about today, so I re-listened to MXPX Life in General today. We already did that one. Okay. I didn't listen to it in a long time. It's um, very good. Uh, the only, the other two albums I got, I've really been listening, they're not Christian albums, but I have like a spirit, I feel like they're pretty spiritual, like in an agnostic kind of way or atheist kind mm. of way. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but Modern Baseball, Holy Ghost, and uh, Bright Eyes, Digital Ash, Digital Urn. I mm. uh, vote for I vote for modern baseball. Okay, I've been listening to it love, the, a lot. I love, uh, All right, here so, we go. Could you could you give us a brief uh, sort of crash course on modern baseball? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, I was introduced to them by a girl I was kind of hanging out with, and 
we that it ended really bad, but she introduced me to them, and I think like I'm glad that we I met her because she showed me this band. I listen to them like crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, there it makes me embarrassed to like them so much because I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> but their lyrics seem like super sincere. For it's like I feel like a lot of emo bands that I grew up listening to as a kid have turned really sucky, and then I just thought the genre was shitty. Uh, but then I found this band. I feel like they just took the genre and just kind of like modernized it uh, in a sense. And like, I think the way they approach things is kind of like more sincere somehow. Uh, they still get in that like whiny heartbreak dude every now and then, but I think they do it in a way that's just like, seems more honest. It feels, it feels authentic and not just a box they're checking. Yeah. Okay. It's like less, there's like, I feel like it's less toxic somehow too. There's like parts of it where I'm just like, Gosh, dude, you need to yeah. chill out a little bit. But then there's parts of the songs where it's just like, okay, they know what they are and they know, okay. they know they need to chill out. But like for the most part, I just, it just feels like, yo, like sad, sad dude songs, but it's like not like sad dude songs and this girl's a slut or something like that. Okay. Yeah. It's more like sad dude songs. Yeah. I it's wish, not I wish brand new was, or something. Yeah. I wish right. this was going better, but it's not like sad, sad dude. Fuck this girl. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. I'm sad and angry. It's just I'm sad, and that's yeah the only way I can be good here. (laughs) Gotcha. I'm gonna go walk around drunk uh, at four o'clock and kind of songs. Yeah, (laughs) I gotcha. The only person I'm gonna be hurting is myself for this song. (laughs) The um the modern baseball their about section on Spotify says modern baseball. That's it. That's the whole section. It just really? says the words modern baseball, period. I've been really listening to Holy Ghost uh, lately. It's like split up. In, I think it might be the last album they ever make, but there's two primary songwriters, and they kind of split up the album into six songs from one songwriter and the last six songs from another songwriter. And is it is it partitioned that way? Yeah. Or is it, okay. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't explicitly state that, but if you listen to the songs, that's how they're partitioned. Okay. And then like the latter half is just about, I guess, one of the songwriters... I mean, you can kind of tell from the earlier stuff that they're like drinking culture is part of their thing, but it's never like presented in, in kind of like a destructive way. It's just kind of presented in like a fratty kind of destructive way. Okay. Like, I'm like yeah. bro dude, like hanging out with my bros, yeah, uh, drinking and then Russian brewskis, yeah, like touring around the world and making fun of I don't know, not making fun of anything, but themselves. It's like little self deprecating. But then this record comes out and the that half of the record on the third record, it's just about this guy like being on, having been on tour and being this destructive for so long, kind of coming to terms with it and, and kind Damn. of like, it's like, it's a really weird shift. And like, I didn't like it the first time I heard it, but I think part of me is like needing this right now. Sure. I'm kind of dealing with my own struggles. Yeah. And like, uh, kind of grown into it. Yeah. It's like listening to this kid talking about just like being a fuck up and kind of even just, there's a song in there where he's just talking about being like fake humble or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, I think like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Just a moment. Hey, Jill, I can't hear anybody. Oh, no. Uh, y'all y'all are okay, right? Yeah, I can hear everybody. Okay. Um, it might be my cord. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, it's okay. This is great. Um, yeah, okay. I can hear myself now. Yeah, just leave it. Okay. Um, so let's let's hop into the first one. It's uh... The first song on Holy Ghost is called... Holy Ghost. Uh, you might as well listen to the first two tracks back to back because the first one like leads into the second one. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we can't we can't play them. We can't play the straight, whole thing okay, straight cool. through, but we can we can let it. We can start the second one by doing the yeah. end of this one.
trying to turn on the light. Reading, this is... Wait, what? Not all the way. Okay, now it is. Okay. 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 He's been haunting my dreams at night. I've been bleeding from tripping in the dark, trying to turn on the light. Trying to turn on the light. He's been haunting my dreams That's all right. Cool. Yeah. I've been haunting in the dark, trying to find the right switch. Yeah, my third wish has always been three more. Yeah, we could we can go straight to the second one. Yeah. But this time my holy ghost is hovering. Hell yeah. Love it. That was awesome. Tonight, in a curiously well-kept house built before I was born This year we're gonna stamp out the sorry feeling Rain on summer vacation Five blocks from Tasker Morris Station Fuck for the ride home if I can't find two bills To rub together before Midnight rolls around I thought you heard me sing They're doing that very classic emo thing Where it's uh, lyrically dense and lots of references to places and streets. Yeah, they yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's very city comma state, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mountain Goats love doing that. The Front yeah. Bottoms love doing that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, any band that Chris Gethard probably likes does yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Said goodbye from the front porch. I always wonder if you're smiling at us or if you're looking away. I'd ask, but either way, I feel sorry for you. Locked your love in a screenshot. They all work that way, but I've been wishing I could say that I don't. Selfish. It's great. It's the. It's mixed in a way that the like instruments don't get in the way of the vocals at all. Yeah. You can really. It all goes to circles. It makes it hard to talk over. So yeah, uh, I gotta tell you, I I found this specific album when I was just sort of like shuffling one time, and this uh, this one, the uh, Holy Ghost, the album just uh, grabbed me all the way because it was the last track that I heard on the shuffle, and I think I listened to this for like a month and a half uh, because I was having a rough one, but it was really nice for me. Um, I read that I read that the first track, Holy Ghost, was uh, about one of the about one of the lead singer's grandpa's dying. Yeah. And mm. how he sort of could feel him at night, basically. Which 
Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's genius.com I'm on, by the way. Sure, I'm, not, sure. I'm not smart about about songs, but um <laughs> just being like depressed and like drinking till you pass out on the floor, then like feeling your grandpa just hover over grandpa's you. Grandpa's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I kinda get yeah. that too. Yeah. Getting all sleep paralysis, but your grandpa's doing it. <laughs> that sounds nice, actually. Uh, yeah. Damn. Oh god. All right. <laughs> What's happening to me? Oof, we're all <laughs> we're getting emotional already, uh-huh. and we are Less than 10% of the way through the album. All right. Cool. Up next, note to self. This song has a really good line in it. I'm going to point it out when it happens. Okay. I love the guitar. It's uh, it's very pretty without being too pretty for me to trust. <laughs> Yeah, because these guys aren't like big air quotes here, good singers, but uh, it's being presented in a way that they don't want you to make you believe that, I guess. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it's very as is. Yeah. This is like this is music for not an arena, but a slightly larger than average rock club. Yeah. Yeah. It's like big and spacious. But I want to make something good. I want to make something better. Something that cannot leave the ground unless we lift it up together. I love that line. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's very evocative of your whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. anyway <laughs> i really love this album y'all. it's very good i'm having a great time with it i have no experience with modern baseball yeah i love them a lot uh, i feel like i really do feel fucking like connected to something yeah i just i was gonna say old like cause I, they're so young and i'm just like did i have have i not just matured at all and this like I, my time man i get that <laughs> i get it yeah it's that's okay i mean it, it's weird because it's like i don't know um it doesn't feel like a nostalgic kind of connection. Yeah. Right. It just feels like a... It, 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 what were we saying before? It seems like it's something that sort of just kept growing up with you. Like, it's kept up with you. Yeah. Uh, are we all so jaded that we think of uh, sincerity as nostalgia? We conflate those two feelings? <laughs> I mean, this is like... I didn't grow up with this, so like I found this later. And yeah. I'm just like... I think like they took something that I felt nostalgic for and they made it like something... Like I could listen oh, to no, yeah. when I'm oh, yeah. older. Because I mean, sonically, this is nostalgic pop punk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is like nostalgia era pop punk. Like uh, I guess the way uh, the way everything's phrased, not lyrically but musically phrased. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, I've I've probably heard I've probably heard the chorus uh, on Note to Self from a different band 
sound wise, but the I guess, I guess the I guess the authenticity um, kind of cuts through just based on everything happening around it. Yeah. What about this conflating nostalgia for sincerity? Uh, that's, that was uh, like it's so sincere that it makes me feel nostalgic for a time when I was more sincere. <laughs> And that's like why it evokes feelings of nostalgia. Oh, I get that with the format. I think, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because every time spring rolls around, I will be two hundred percent into dog problems for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, uh, one to two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to this band and this band called Diet Sig, and it's like a female fronted band, like a duo. Mm -hmm. Nice. And like. they're not really that similar. They're both kind of punk, but they're both like, they're both super sincere to the point and not like in a pretentious way, just like, you know, like they're singing about like just kind of mundane things mm-hmm. to an extent, but like in mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, really descriptively to like, I feel I get the same feeling from that band and this band, I think. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I have never been able to write in a way that that's, con- that's that concrete. Yeah. Every time I try to write lyrics, it's always like real abstract and I can never like, People get I mean, anything real. That's cool too, though. Sure. I don't know. I feel like pop punk, when it's good, has a higher sincerity ratio than other oh, genres. Easily. Um, I mean, maybe not certain genres for sure. Sure. But, um, yeah. Toby Keith, like pop yeah. punk, greater than Toby Keith, or greater than pop country. And that yeah. Right. Yeah. All. It's it's the best pop genre for sincerity. Yeah, I'll yeah. accept that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what do we got next? next? Mass. Pulled over at midday, the Joker's still wet behind the ears. He hands off a novel of novice citations outside the service station. The glue sets beneath our heels. My baby is in Massachusetts. And all this blues is useless. Sunsets in my stretch out, science all I miss listening to records, making coffee together, snow globes and jersey sheets. I tried sleeping in our bed without you last night. That didn't work at all, cause I couldn't sleep. Sometimes I wish it was still last summer and you still lived in South Philly. And I wasn't playing a show in Nebraska or Austin, Texas. Asking the kids what they ate for breakfast. But here I am, Bolero Bathroom. Who's paid uh. to keep the it's just so good. Yeah. It's just like, it's the, I mean, my my feelings on pop punk are well documented at this point. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're you're pretty so so on on it as a genre, right? Sure. I I just don't have much background with it. Yeah. Um. But every time we listen to it on the show, I'm like, oh, this one's good. I can tell you that a lot of things are happening that if I heard another band do them, I'd roll my eyes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, the the city comma state thing that, yeah. we, that you had clocked was is one where I'm just like you know places but yeah <laughs> I don't know they're selling it <laughs> you know yeah, they're nailing it let's go to Enid Oklahoma yeah. that's the thing like I was walking around the Coney Island or on 37th and 5th that's my if I were to do a mountain goats <laughs> yeah yeah 
it's sincere because it's so specific. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you can't get mad. You can't be like, oh, you're making that up. Cause like, were no. you there? Were you really there? You Did really? you really go to the drive in when you were 15 and then get a corn dog dropped on your legs? <laughs> and they get mustard on your pants and then have to go home because somebody thought you peed even though that's not what that looks like. I would love to write I, I would love to write a sitcom pilot about a pop punk singer that's just googling places to say that he was for a song <laughs> and gets caught by his roommate doing it. It's like uh, like Jason Blair journalist like just yeah. like ripping things off and pawning it off oh as their experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, every day you hold my hand You hold your liquor Projection screen Had ceased its flicker You gave me tiny tail Of your tree I was stuck And you I drove back home when you got sicker. Disputing claims that you still held the TV flicker. And his face was flushed, still in my mind. Love that. Cool. You need to hide. It's in your framework. Look me in the eyes and act like I don't know how shame works. Your compass spins in. This feels this feels just as big as like it feels big in a way similar to how like the killers feel big. Uh, that's funny because there's a set of this band covering entire like Samstown all the way that makes through. Makes sense. Yeah, no <laughs> I feel like they could. They've got it's yeah. It where feels where like, is that available? It's on YouTube, and then there's like people in the crowd heckling them. It's like, why don't you guys do modern baseball covers? <laughs> like they just don't want to hear them cover the killers. God, <laughs> liking this band and not liking the killers is nuclear hot take <laughs> yeah because like <laughs> i don't know they both have they both feel very you said you said large or mid to large size rock bar but they both have a sort of stadium yeah presence um somehow yeah yeah oh yeah i yeah they've got the same springsteen thing where it's like yeah small town person doing big city shit I think they definitely have that. Like yeah. that's like one of their main things. It's like yeah. that, and then like their girlfriends moving away to college and being really sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> small town boys, big city hearts. <laughs> right. Uh, up next, hiding. I think this is the last one from this singer, uh, Jake Ewald. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, they just switch singers halfway no, through. No. Yeah. They, their voices sound similar though. Okay. Myself. That happens if you play together too long. Your voices sync up. Yeah, 
some really neat production moments in this I love that this, this track especially got to be a real interesting episode to listen to because it's yeah. just us going ah oh, damn yeah. whoa this one is worth getting to the end too though okay get why you chose this one because they are they're really really good at i mean a, a lot of the sort of pain is not extremely specific but they i don't know they they handle these they handle these general subjects in such an emotionally specific way that I feel like it's extremely relatable to lots of different situations. Yep. Yeah. I, th- I don't even say this is my favorite modern baseball record, but I think it's the one that I relate to the most right now. So like, it's just mm-hmm. been playing it out. I don't know. I mean, this is their like sad one, right? Um, yeah. I mean, they're all kind of like happy, funny, sad and the other ones, but this yeah. one's like, yo, I think we're going to be actual sad in this one. We're going <laughs> to, nice. yeah, we're going to turn the sad up for this one. <laughs> Some the but. other ones just have like I don't know they're more like house party sad okay like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know this one's just like okay like, oh, I don't know anyone here <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah there's like literally a song that's kind of like that <laughs> <laughs> love it uh, up next is coding these to Lucans okay so I think this is when Bre- Brennan 
that takes over? Yeah, let me see if there's any. Well, this looks like. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's Jake in verse one and then Brendan in verse two. Okay. Damn, they do a mid-song handoff. <laughs> yeah. Just a fucking hot tag. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they hand the baton off mid-race. Mid yeah. That's buck wild. All right, coding these to Lucans. It's not just what you say. I like what's going on guitar-wise. Yeah. Here comes the switch. Okay. After this, I guess. <laughs> Can't wait. Man, this is... Okay, yeah, this guy's different. Yeah. How fucked up would it be if the rest of it was just like a rap rock album? <laughs> oh my god, I would love it. Honestly, I would love it. Yeah, so. Wow. We, we've learned just from covering other bands that the transition from pop punk to rap rock and back is bizarrely seamless there is a <laughs> yeah. thin membrane between the two yeah yeah we've uh we've covered uh multiple i wouldn't call them music criminals but uh sure have you listened to steels and banks this is a segue no no it's um the rizza and the dude from interpol whoa what yeah. are you kidding me? i just listened to like it was from 2016 but i listened to the song giants for the first time the other day and it's fucking killer is it super uh, good <laughs> damn Okay. Damn it! All right, we'll, I guess do, we'll, we'll do it after this show. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll. I guess I'll go find that and like it. Do you want me to turn it on real quick? Sure. Okay. What was the title of it? Uh, Giants, Steals, and Banks. And it's not on or, Spotify. One second. It should be. I mean, Steals steal is spelled with a Z at the end. Mmm. Important info, James. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anything's spelled with a Z. All right. Here we go. Banks and Steals. Banks and Steals. What they do a song with Florence Welch of and the Machine fame? Yeah, man. Very fucked up. What? Damn, James, this kicks ass. This video's great. This is great. They do one with fucking cool key. God damn it. That's so... Whoa. Can you put this album in our group chat? Yeah, one second. Okay, thank you. This is... Shit. This is so much better than... I like this way more than all of Interpol's discography. I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. Like, look, Barricade's a good song, but, like, this is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so Man. go listen to Banks and Steels. <laughs> that Steels with a Z. Uh, now back to your regu- regularly scheduled program. I've been listening to that Diet Sig Modern Baseball at Ebenem. Like pretty. Damn, you know, that's like what my rotation is right now. That's a very honestly, that's a very like start of fall <laughs> kind of playlist. If you could make Eminem collabo with any pop punk band, who would you pick? Uh, Fuck. I mean, there are bands I like better, but it'd probably be like Liquid A2 just because like they'd probably be like the statesmen for the yeah. genre. I mean, they're kind of both the they're kind of both like part of the old guard of their respective genres and it's a good pair up. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Travis yeah. Barker would be really good for that too. Man, yeah, he does he does good rap drum for sure. But I mean I don't, I don't I don't even know what it, the format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Eminem would. There's a song with Nate Roos and uh, Eminem. I, I don't oh. know if you guys have heard it. It's called Headlights. What? It's like Eminem apologizing to his mom. Uh, it's just Whoa. like, sorry, mom. I said I hate you, but I love you, ma. Oh, my God. And then it's like Nate Roos coming in with literally sentimental. Disregard uh, my previous work. Yeah, it's like basically, like literally that. Like, yeah. He references like, sorry about cleaning out my closet. It's oh, like, my God. Oh, man. It's almost like you can literally pinpoint the time that Eminem's mom found out about his music. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? <laughs> This is where this mansion came from? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That was Slim. It's a character. It's a character. It was a character. It's character work, Mom. You yeah. wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. A line that never works on moms is, that was a character line. No. Uh-uh. Never works. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Up next is Breathing in Stereo. Ooh. I can't help Man. Ugh. Ah, piss. This is good. Dang. Dang. Okay, the Brendan side, uh, like... Way more, way more stopping power so far. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he definitely punches him out. Yeah. I think he wrote this in like a week, like the lyrics for it. Oh really? Like they're more frantic and anxious. Oh, he he just. It's like Jake was tired and tagged out, pro yep. wrestling style. Here comes Brendan RKOing our ears. Yeah, that's like, exactly what like it is. Like all in a row. Uh, all right. Up next, apple cider. I don't mind. Hey, me neither, dude. It's a good beverage. I think when it gets to the last two, this is like the third to last track, I think. Yeah. Okay, the last two are like, I've been playing them out like crazy. Yeah. Okay.
yeah, this last half has the damn grooves. Yeah, dude. this is this. Yeah, like this is not a front-loaded album. Yeah, like like I like the first half. I felt things. Yeah, but now I'm like feeling it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important distinction. Feeling things and feeling it. Right? Yeah. I'm feeling it. Like, this is like... this is the feeling it side. Yeah. All right, let's get to these last two. Okay. It starts quick on this one. Just, like, listen to this first. How many tracks do you got on the album? Uh, Total? Yeah. You have 11 or 12. Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. Oh, I've got, I've got a twelfth. I think a secret twelfth track. There's like a deluxe. Stanger oh, rises. We can listen to it together. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can find it. Okay, okay. Uh, this is what if ellipsis. Yeah, this one's really good. Yeah, man. Uh, hell yeah. We do have to get kind of toward the end of this one because there's like they really make a whole song pay off. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's awesome. It's like, hey, I know I like you seeming like a nice guy, but I'm fucking an asshole, and I'd like this is why. Yeah. This feels like this feels like the most maybe unintentionally, but like in strict, strictly speaking, religious. Wait. Okay. Yeah, this, I guess in strict terms, this feels like the most faith-adjacent song. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And yeah. maybe like when like I came into this podcast, this song has been on my playlist. I was like, well, there's kind of like references to that. So maybe like this would yeah. be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Because this one, this one feels, uh, I mean, the, th- the themes that I picked on Strictly were like uh, rigorous self-examination and um, asking, I guess, the people in the singer's own life to, for forgiveness. And here's, you know, I was a shit bag earlier or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, presenting this very heartfelt, um, I guess, personal development to people. Yeah. It's like a, like the thin line between like trying to be humble and actually being humble or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Which I think is hard for, it's hard for me to find. I think. Oh yeah. 
I have no idea how to do it. I don't know where it <laughs> is. Like, yeah. Yeah. The appropriate that's... amount of confidence is something that constantly eludes me. I don't know if that's relatable. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, yeah, because, I mean, it's confidence is personality poison at a certain point. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. But you need some of it. Yeah. It's like mercury. I don't know what you need some of, but you can't have too much of. Uh, uh, fish oil. Freaking fish oil. It's yeah. like too much fish oil. You know, you eat too much, you grow a damn mermaid tail. Yeah. Your brain gets too big. Is fish oil for your brain? Yeah. It's, it make it's, your like, brain bigger? it's like your brain and your heart and your... Um, I need some fish oil for my heart. I yeah. need some fish oil for my heart and brain. Mm-hmm. That's like a good put down for like athletes. What's it like a shitty athlete that you don't like that loses a lot? <laughs> like if you didn't like LeBron James, you better get some fish oil, get, get some, some more f- heart. Yeah. <laughs> King James. <laughs> <laughs> better eat some Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on mic about this yet, but I've been. We've been thinking about like you know. You've seen uh, Pete Holmes crashing or heard of it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, crashing with Pete Holmes, but it's LeBron James and it's about basketball. <laughs> like LeBron is, uh, he works at a job, and someone's like, "Hey, you play basketball, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen Crashing. But I, just, I read that's what the show is like. It's yeah. just like comedy it's just it's like a real like comedians are kind of like this or just like every small thing is like a giant thing almost. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i mean i was kind of thinking of it in the context of like what if basketball what if like what if i guess civilians um potential audience members i'll call them um reacted to basketball the same way they reacted to comedy hey free basketball game tonight uh, <laughs> hey uh <laughs> Uh, g- give it a hand for the for the this team about to come out. Um, they're all really tall. They're all really good at basketball. Give it up for the Milwaukee Bucks, everybody. <laughs> uh, Half-hearted applause. Hey, LeBron. But this team has played at arenas around the nation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they once scored one hundred and ten points. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, LeBron, you play basketball, right? Yeah. Um, did you did you see the new Larry Bird on Netflix? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. He's he's yeah. really good. He's one of my favorites. I just found out about him. Yeah. I love that guy. Hey, hey, LeBron, you should do this at your next basketball game, and they do like a pantomime a dunk or something. <laughs> right. You can use that if you want. <laughs> yeah. You got you got bad body language. The crowd is reading that. You yeah. gotta like <laughs> open up a little bit yeah. more. We want we want to come watch you play, but like me and my wife are just like we're like more two p.m. people. Do you ever play at two p.m.? <laughs> No, I work with you. <laughs> at 2 p.m. Yeah. You mean you go to bed at 3 p.m.? You're still at work. <laughs> <laughs> I just take a nap in my cube, bud. Oh, fuck. Wow. Hey, LeBron, I heard you uh, You got accepted into the ESPN Basketball Festival. Congratulations. <laughs> Everybody's really jealous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fuck that LeBron. He's not that good. Yeah. We're... <laughs> I mean, I'm only just doing a couple of dunks, yeah. you know, opening up for a real game, but I think it's a, a step in the right direction. I'm just going to shoot a few threes and uh, do a do a windmill dunk and just get them, just get them warm. Um, yeah. I've got this crossover I've been working on, but I don't want to do it at the festival. It's not ready. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't live off of basketball, but like I'm having, I'm still doing what I love, I think. Yeah. Hey, would would it be cool if I, I've been thinking about doing this dunk? Do you think it would be cool if I like dribbled up there and um, sort of put it under my legs and behind my back and like jumped up and dunked it? I don't know, man. Come to hope, open hoop night and like <laughs> see if it works. 
I feel like pickup games would be like kind of close to open mics. Open hoop night. Yeah. yeah. It's like, eh, those are basketball open mics. <laughs> Damn. Basketball Ooh. open mics. <laughs> okay. Pickup games are just open mics for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get through the, we got, we got to get to uh, my personal, like, yeah. feel like shit anthem of 2017. Yeah. I, yeah. There, there's a lot of times where I was just hung over in my office listening to this song. Like, yeah. Just another face. Here we go. Verses are really like just now that I'm looking at the lyrics in front of me. Verses are all like real downers, but yeah. the upper of the album is these choruses. Yeah. Hell verse heaven chorus. It's hell verse heaven chorus. Yeah. It's uh, what are you what are you thinking? What are you feeling? Whew. This next yeah. verse is fire. This one, this one in particular, I would just roll on repeat for like 30 minutes straight sometimes. Yeah, me too. It's like not very melodic either. Yeah. Like I was like, no. I don't even know why I like this song, but it's like, no, I fucking love this song. It just goes. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
This is just for everybody around the table. <laughs> cool. I think I missed it. <laughs> oh, it's just lots of pop-ups. Sorry. Oh, Drake and Josh. I'm trying to give you the... I'm just trying to give you the image. I was just trying to read everything. I was like, what do I focus on? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> well, focus on the thing in the This center. is fun. It's, I kind of just want to like play songs for you guys and like listen to it's them. It's just Drake and Josh. <laughs> I mean, that's the podcast, so yeah. feel free to come back anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's all it is. Yeah. I mean, as long as we can like sell it to our, um, you know, very... Our, that our stickler mm-hmm. listenership, our stickler that, listenership. That it's, <laughs> they'll that be it's, like that. It's um, Christian. Then this isn't Christian. They'll I write mean, us angry letters. I'd yeah. like, yeah. I I don't know if I can think of anything. Like I, I don't know if this is always going to be this spiritual. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I I get this. This has a lot of beats that say good Christian band to me. Like it has a lot of things that I look out for when Christian music is good. This is this is the only record that's like that from them though. Like it's like all the mm-hmm. other records are kind of like not not like this though. This is like a different vibe. I don't know. It's yeah. not my favorite modern baseball record, but it's starting to be like I, I used to not like this record, but I'm like it's growing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard their other stuff too, and I wouldn't call it more mundane. I would just call it different. Um, it's like, well, like not mundane in the sense, like, you know, it's just about, you know, being mad and getting drunk and walk around at night by yourself with a guitar or yeah. some shit, or just like thinking way too much. Yeah. Um, this one feels, this one feels like it has a sufficient amount of, uh, self exploration mm-hmm, that yeah. I think qualifies it as a Christian band. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not here to say something's a Christian band, but they they kind of like they kind of uh, slide into our person like our show's grading rubric yeah. pretty well. Yeah, I think this record. I think it's obvious they they're probably grew up Christian on this record. At definitely, some point. Yeah. I don't think, definitely. Or maybe it's just me not being Christian. I've, I don't want to like, like things that are Christian. Or like mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's there's nothing that they said on this record that would lead me to believe that they are faith practicing people. Yeah. Um, there, there are things that they're hitting on that people that, you know, people who claim a faith have no excuse to not yep. uh, hit on, but you know, there's a million ways up the mountain, dude. There's, um, there's, there's infinite ways to arrive to like a lot of conclusions that these people are arriving at. Yep. I love this record. But, yeah, it's such. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I will say my, just stylistically, I have some stuff that gets in the way, um, just because this isn't really my jam typically. Yeah. Um, but ooh, it does it really well. <laughs> yeah. What What would you do? What like What would your? Are we getting into final judgment? We can. Let's Let's send a track to Digital Heaven first. Yes, James. We have a playlist here on the podcast called Digital Heaven, uh-huh. which uh, is just the best song from every episode we do. Um, so which of these s- songs would you put in Digital Heaven? Um, it'd probably be, man, it'd probably be the last one. Yeah. yeah. Just Another Face? Yeah. All right. Just Another Face. Welcome to Digital Heaven. That's such a good song. That's actually the one that was on my shuffle that one day, and I was like, man, damn. There's an is- acoustic version on YouTube. It's like... It's like way better than that version. No even. kidding. Like it's just I don't know. Okay. Something about it. Okay. I get that. N- not often an acoustic version is better than a than a uh, 
electric version. I think the dude's just wearing a Rick and Morty shirt too. I'm just like, I like <laughs> okay, that. I like that. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this he's is... he's a gamer. I'm into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like... yeah. he's rising up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's let's uh, you, you want to hop into Final Judgment? Yeah. <laughs> Final Judgment. So, James, we are going to score the album now. Okay. Um, our rating system is out of 12 disciples. <laughs> Be careful, though. I don't know. I don't have any context. So, like, oh, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's 1 to 12. One, one <laughs> of, but all you got to know, all you got to know is that one of them is Judas. And Judas is... The bad disciple. Is, uh, yeah, okay. he, he, didn't, uh, he didn't do such a good job as everybody else. So, you can... So, for example, you could rate something seven disciples without Judas <laughs> if you, if it's trending up or trending down. You know what I mean? So, like, if you, eleven disciples would be better than twelve disciples. That's the heaven score. We call that the heaven score. Right? Eleven. <laughs> yeah, and one disciple, and also it's Judas is the hell score. <laughs> yep. Okay. You don't have to go first. I um, can go first. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, uh, man, this is real good. I like uh, I like the lyrics. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, grab my spine like some other music does, um, but oh boy, they're they're really dang doing it. Give me one improvement. Groovier. Oh, like more grooves. A little, a little groovier, or like some put a little soul into it. it I, I mean, I feel like the last half does groove though. It grooves, yeah. Are you talking about like Jackson Five groove or like? No, uh... like I don't know. It didn't. F- uh... Maybe yell differently. I don't know. I can't really explain. I I know what you're saying. And yeah. Like, I think like if you took all that stuff away and changed it, it wouldn't be the like it, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. That's the thing. Is so it's like yeah. it, it kind of just has to exist like this, right? I, mm-hmm. I know there's no way that I could improve it. Yeah. Um, it's just like you know, I would say nine disciples, no Judas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I really, I really, really like it. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. I th- honestly, I think I got the same score. Yeah. 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 And I, I was, go- I'm going ten. Ten. I'm going ten. No Judas. Yeah. Um, I mean, I said it. I said it earlier. We were listening, but the first half is feeling things. The last half is feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, I I love I love when music sounds like I could make it. Right. But I even though I know I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I care about I care about music more when it sounds like something I could make. I, I, I yeah. find I feel like the catchiest song on the record is on the first half. It's that second track, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like the best song is the least catchy song on the record. It's yeah. that last track. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I usually uh, I usually um, am skeptical of anthemic songs. Yep, yeah. but man, yep. uh, it just it just really warm it really warms me up to hear that song like anytime it comes on. Yeah. Um and I don't know. Like if I if I had to change anything again, like I can't. Yeah. Like Yeah. You put a better singer in there, it's not gonna be the same. Right. Like, it won't be the same. It's thing. a specific point of view and like yeah. Yeah, it's a specific point of view, it's a specific voice. Like a, a literally a specific voice and a you know, specific narrative voice. Right. And, you know, even though it's two songwriters, I feel like a lot of the same things are being hit on, um, whether or not they're general or specific. But, um, man, it, like, it takes you there. Yeah, it yeah. does. 
Like if you're sad, it's good. If you're not sad, then it'll make you sad and then it'll be good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 10, no J. 10, no J. Mm-hmm. T N J. All right. Well, folks, we did it. James, uh, could you tell us where we can find you online, where we can find some stuff you're proud of that you made online? Yeah. Um, if you find the NIMS, uh, T H E N G H I E M S at Bandcamp, that's my band. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can check us out on Spotify and Pandora. Uh, you can look for my name on Pandora. That's just my comedy. I got like, I get money for that. So that's cool. Nice. Too. Yeah. Um, Robot Save City is my comedy label. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Bandcamp, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, find me at a, on a bar stool sipping water, hopefully. Good. For the yeah. next year. I mean, I kind of broke this week, but I'm back on. That's fine. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be a straight shot up there. No. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. I didn't black out, so I hey. feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to take the win, I think. Yeah. And yeah, that's a going. W. For sure. Yeah. Well, right. good. Uh, we're glad you made it. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming. Thank this you was, so much. This Come was a back super anytime. fun episode. Thanks. Uh, um, we haven't we haven't done an episode in a while where we just like listen to the songs too much, right? <laughs> but yeah. it was, it, you you brought a really good record. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna give thanks to a few more people. Um, mm-hmm. Jill, I'm gonna give thanks to you for sitting in on a on another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to give thanks to Jarvix for our uh, podcast theme song. I want to give thanks to Molly K. Devine for the talking the walk stinger. I want to give thanks to Wampus Reynolds for the Tune Talk Stinger. And I want to give thanks to Cameron Brewer for Holy Ghost Riding the Whip, our outro. Mm-hmm. And I want to give thanks to Heath mm-hmm. for being my friend and collaborator on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to give thanks to Alex Sanchez for the Final Judgment Stinger and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, being uh, being a, a force for good in my own life. Yes. Um, and uh, finally, we want to give thanks to Good Trash Media. Yep, for being our pod daddies. For still thinking that uh, having us is a great idea. Thank yep. you so much. Mm-hmm. And thank you, James, for coming. Thanks for know, having me. Yeah. And we're going to, and get... thank you, the listener <laughs> for listening to the podcast. <laughs> and, and we're going to, we're going to get out of here the same way. We always get out of here with our, mm-hmm. uh, now, uh, patented yeah. catchphrase. We just um, got back from the patent office, mm-hmm. submitted this catchphrase. You guys all know it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, water to wine. It's pretty fine. Water to liquor won't make you much sicker. <laughs> Water to liquor, let's do this shit. Man, I shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> Water to liquor, let's do this shit. Water to liquor, let's do this shit. Bye. Bye, everybody. What, 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 what,